I tell you what, um, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I will tell you this, coffee is good wherever I go, whether I'm in Jacksonville or on vacation in the islands on the worldwide tour. You've got the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. We're brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital. For your real estate needs in North Florida, see Larry Saucer, Saucer Realty and Capital. For your North Florida real estate needs in uh, North Florida, Live Oak, Lake City, Gainesville, Jacksonville, and all areas in between. You'll find the link for Saucerility and Capital on our website at BigJReport.com. Also, LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio. Great internet radio where it's absolutely all good. That's right. Whether it's Rock Saturdays. Or recognizable hits during the banker's hours, Monday through Friday, from probably 8 in the morning, you know, until about 5 or 6 in the evening. And then you've got um, Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights. Rock Saturdays, of course, on Saturdays. And late at night, late at night, you do have um, album tracks, uh, deep cuts, and very unique songs. LakeYouFallTheHits.com. That is LakeYouFallHits.com, great internet radio, where it's all good. I'll spell it out for you, L-A-K-E-E-U-F-A-U-L-A-H-I-T-S.com, LakeYouFallHits.com. There's two E's in there, LakeYouFallHits.com, great internet radio. And don't forget about Mad Max and the Wednesday night, the absolute Wednesday night. Internet Radio Wednesday Night Music Request Show, Wednesday night, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. That's the Mad Max Mix. The Mad Max Mix, great internet radio. We're absolutely, it's all, you know, it's, it's, it's great. I'm going to say it's great. Mad Max, the Mad Max Mix. You'll find the links to the Mad Max Mix. And also, LakeDuvalaHits.com, you'll find those links. At uh, BigJReport.com, go to www.BigJReport.com. You'll find the links uh, for Mad Max's show in the Neighbors 2 section. And also in the Outside the Box section, Max plays a lot of uh, pop music classics, um, classic rock, and again, pop music classics. And he has like a story for almost every song he plays. We're going to start out the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're going to take a look at the SEC on this episode. Florida Gators lost to Tennessee, I believe it was 38-33, to uh, last Saturday. And, heck, that was uh, it's been almost a week ago. So, a tough loss for Florida. They've lost a couple of conference games. We're not going to say it's a rebuilding year because these two conference games in Florida lost to Kentucky and Tennessee. They could have gone the other way, too. This is the first year for Coach uh, Billy Napier. You know, before the fan base goes crazy and says we need another new coach, let me tell you, the Gators are in, the, in it for the long haul with Coach Billy Napier. You know, he's going to be around at least three years or more, probably a lot longer than three years, would be my guess at this point. Uh, taking a look at the AFC South standings as we talk about Jaguars football on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Isn't it great after three weeks? The Jaguars are 2-1, uh, 84 points uh, scored, only 38 points allowed by the Jaguars defense. And that's the last time I checked. I was doing some math. The Jaguars are giving up only a, a grand total of like 
12.67% or less than 13 points, I should say. Let me let me let me back up on that. Not percent. They're giving up actually less than 13 points per game, about 12.67 points per game. So the Jaguars defense has done their job. Linebacker, uh, the rookie linebacker, uh, Devin Lloyd, has uh, gotten a couple of turnovers. I believe he's got a couple of interceptions on the season, you know, already paying dividends as a late first-round pick that the general manager, Trent Baalke, traded up uh, to get Devin Lloyd um, during the uh, 2022 NFL draft, you know, back in late April. The standings are as follows. The Jaguars are 2-1 and one on the season. Two wins, one loss, no ties. Colts are 1-1-1. One, one and one. A rare first week of the season tie for the Colts. Uh, they tied the Texans in week one. The Colts are in second place at 1-1-1. One, one and one. The Titans are 1-2 and two in third place. And the Texans, the Houston Texans, are 0-2-1. and one. That's the way the standings break down for the um, – the AFC South for the Jacksonville Jaguars. By the way, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Trevor Lawrence on his great week. You know, we talked about his great week in episode uh, 51 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number 51, season number three. On our last episode, you can go back and check that out if you like as well. Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence earns AFC Player of the Week honors after his week three performance. Let's see, on Wednesday of this week, earlier this week on Wednesday, the NFL announced that Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence earned the AFC Offensive Player of the Week award for his performance against the Los Angeles Chargers in the Jaguars' 38-10 win over the L.A. Chargers on the road in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. And that was in the team's week three matchup on the West Coast uh, at the L.A. Chargers. Big win for the Jaguars. Again, it was the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars uh, easily uh, knocking off the L.A. Chargers. The defense had another outstanding game. I know Dewan Smoot had a big, big sack in the Chargers game. And the, hey, the Jaguars win it. Jacksonville Jaguars 38, the L.A. Chargers 10. We're through three weeks of the NFL season. And I think the Jaguars have surprised. Would anybody have thought they'd be two and one at this juncture in the season? Maybe one and two, but they're two and one. Big win on the West Coast at the LA Chargers. You got to tip your hat to uh, Coach Doug Peterson. The Jaguars doing a good job getting the most out of the offense. Defensive coordinator Mike Codwell getting the most out of the Jaguars defense. We'll talk more on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We'll also talk some high school football. And the SEC coming up, too, as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues. Again, thank you for listening. Hey, welcome uh, back into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Jaguars starting out the season 2-1 and one on the year. There was also a Thursday night game, NFL Thursday night football game. 
Cincinnati Bengals 27, the Miami Dolphins 15, a final on Thursday night, September the 29th of 2022, looking back at last Thursday night. Uh, Jaguars will be moving into the fourth week of their season uh, coming up as well. The Jaguars, let's celebrate it. The Jacksonville Jaguars now 2-1 and one on the 2022 season. Who would have thunk it 2-1? and one? Um, However, my prediction about a month before the season started, I said 8-9 and nine with a lot of excitement. We've had excitement so far. And the key thing is uh, in the Jacksonville Jaguars drafts in 2021 and also 2022 need to find a couple of superstars in the draft class. You know, whether it's Devin Lloyd, he seems to be rapidly and quickly developing into a a star for the Jaguars. Trayvon Walker plugging up some holes uh, with the Jaguars defense. And um, of course, Trevor Lawrence, has been completing the passes. He was AFC Offensive Player of the Week in week number three. Um, our wide receiver free agent, Christian Kirk, I believe he's had three straight um, six-catch games, which means he's got 18 catches in three games. So he's on a pace to have 60 catches through 10 games. Who knows what he does after that because there's another seven games um, in the season left after the 10th game. Well, I will tell you this, um, when I was away on vacation, I know that Hurricane uh, Hurricane Ian um, kind of made a landfall around Fort Myers, Florida. It affected um, North Florida in more of a tropical storm manner with a lot of rain. Uh, we took a little survey in our Facebook group. Uh, Chris Parker said very little rain where he was, just a constant Mr. Drizzle throughout. Uh, Dory Wingham said, uh, same here in Middleburg, but we did have uh, some other comments. It was a lot of rain. Let's see. Uh, Bob Martin, long time, late night radio man. I worked with him in Jacksonville, worked with Bob at uh, Kings Bay as well. When we were in radio up in that area, Bob said three and a quarter inches of rain in Yulee. So that would be what about 0.75 or thereabouts three and a quarter rain, Rain falling or did fall in Yulee around, uh, I believe it's called Heron, Heron Isles uh, near Yulee. Uh, Chris Adams, big Jaguars fan, said, not sure. He must have not checked his gauge. Okay, or didn't have a gauge. Uh, Mary Moran in Clearwater said 1.5 inches of rain in Clearwater, mostly wind, as with, with Irma, she said, in the uh, Clearwater, Florida area. John Gaylor from our Facebook group. Um, now a moderator in our Facebook group said only a fraction of what was forecasted for us praying for the folks in Fort Myers where, you know, actually hurricane, uh, hurricane, uh, Ian, I believe the highest I saw that it was, um, uh, I guess the highest that it was awarded was a category four. And I say the word awarded loosely, um, I guess that's, um, the, I guess the appropriate way would, would be to describe it as the the highest strength was, I believe, a Category 4. I don't remember hearing it uh, get up to a Category 5, but it could be wrong. I know it was at least a Category 4 uh, near the time of impact uh, with Fort, Fort Myers or near the Fort Myers, Florida area, which uh, Fort Myers is going to be kind of, what is it, kind of central toward the South Florida area. Central Florida got a lot of rain. So did parts of North Florida. Um, 
let's see, Wayne Moore said uh, 13 inches in St. Augustine. That was west of the Interstate 95 off of 208, 208 out in the rural area. That's kind of worth repeating. Wayne Moore out in St. Augustine said about 13 inches uh, of rain in St. Augustine attributed from Hurricane Ian, which you really felt it was more tropical storm conditions in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and near the coast, especially around uh, St. Augustine. And that's some of the reports we got uh, from the Facebook group. We had kind of put out a, hey, we're taking a survey. How much rain did you get in your rain gauge during the storm? during the storm Ian and approximately where are you located? So we had some people that participated in our survey and uh, we do appreciate uh, that uh, very, very much. SEC football, if you're a Gator fan like I am, man, the season started started at really a slow crawl with a couple of conference losses, things that started out so promising with the win over Utah, the defending Pac-12 champions. Gators won that one in their opener of the season. Uh, Gators kind of squeaked out a win over South Florida, but now they got a couple of losses in the SEC. You'd rather have the wins in the SEC, but a, a tough, uh, hard-fought loss at home against Kentucky. A uh, tough loss at Tennessee, 38-33 to last week in uh, week four for the Gators. Uh, let's see, Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals uh, unveiled some some new uniforms on on Thursday night, and heck, they won the game too. I believe twenty seven to fifteen over Miami. Looked like they were basically all whites in a black number and black on the sleeves, a black and white helmet. Probably won't see that one that often. Kind of like when the Jaguars had the all gold uniforms they used to uh, unveil a couple of times on Thursday night football. I think during the Gus Bradley era. So looks like for the most part, the um, the storm is over. The storm, you know, left Florida, started heading up um, a little north toward the, you know, the Carolinas. And I really haven't followed where the storm is now. But as far as what it did in North Florida, a lot of rain around St. Augustine, a lot of damage. Now, this this storm was really we, we don't want to say the storm was just an not a big storm because it was a big storm. There was over, there was actually over 2 million power customers without power in different parts of the state of Florida. Florida Gators next game is coming up on Sunday at 12 noon. The Gators will be uh, hosting Eastern Washington. The Eastern Washington Eagles will play the uh, Florida Gators. And they're calling that one the hurricane game. I think much better weather for the game is now that chance of rain is down to like 20% or nothing as of today on September the 30th as we record this podcast from the islands, you might say. Um, let's see, continuing along, Braves doing well. They're fighting down to the wire against New York Mets in the National League Eastern Division. And um, I did want to pull up. I did a uh, BigJReport.com power rankings for the SEC. BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. I have done one. We put it on the Facebook group first. And uh, we will we will talk about that in a moment. Look at some high school scores from the last week. And much, much more as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues. Again, thank you for listening. Jaguars 2-1. The Jacksonville Jaguars 2-1 after three weeks 
of the 2022 NFL season. Okay, you're tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Weather um, in North Florida, a lot more tranquil now. Um, latest weather capsule, mostly cloudy skies becoming partly cloudy. Mostly, mostly cloudy to partly cloudy skies. The chance of rain down to only about 20% or less. Some areas uh, reporting no rain chance. Some areas 20%, but, you know, it was up to uh, near 90% or 100%. During the actual uh, hurricane a couple of days back, but now we're recording this podcast on September the 30th, things a lot more tranquil now. Again, weather capsule, latest weather capsule on this September 30th, mostly cloudy to partly cloudy and only about a 20% chance of rain now. In North Florida, comfortable uh, temperatures in North Florida, high around 75, low 62. Winds northwest at about 15 to 17 miles per hour, and the winds will be diminishing even more uh, over the next few hours. So keep in mind that um, the latest weather is at BigJReport.com. You can always scroll our homepage. You'll find the weather information which, of course, is brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital for your North Florida real estate needs. You'll find the link for Saucer Realty right there in the middle of our weather report on the homepage. Scroll down to the uh, North Florida weather information, the North Florida weather information at uh, BigJReport.com. By the way, we're also, we are also brought to you by Elegant time travel. Let me let's talk about elegant time travel for a minute. And our good friend, Mr. McDermott, I haven't talked to him uh, in a, in a few days, but please give him a call and find out more about this Hall of Fame trip. The Hall of Fame trip is actually next year, but don't get don't get behind, don't get caught behind. You can actually make easy low monthly payments to go on the um, trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in uh, Canton, Ohio. Tell you more about it right now. We're talking about elegant time travel. Check this out Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment presents Going to the Hall, the Hall, the uh, I should say the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Let me repeat this check this out Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment present Going to the Hall, the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. On June the 8th through June the 12th of next year, 2023, hey, sports fans, come along with us to a sacred area for sports fans. The Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Book your trip by contacting D.D. McDermott by phone at 904-442-3810, 904-442-3810. Make sure you tell uh, D.D. McDermott you heard about it at BigJReport.com and the Teal Shirt Report podcast. If you want to find out more about going to the Hall of Fame on this nice trip in June of 2023, it'll be held June the 8th through uh, June the 12th of 2023. Still time to make your plans. Hey, sports fans, come along with us to a sacred area for sports fans, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Uh, Book your trip by contacting D.D. McDermott by phone. Here's his phone number again. Give him a call if you have any questions about the Pro Football Hall of Fame trip in June of 2023. It will be leaving from North Florida from the Jacksonville area. And if you'd like to find out more about your trip, you can book your trip or find out more about the trip by contacting D.D. McDermott by phone. 
give D.D. McDermott a call. Here's his phone number, 904-442-3810. That is 904-442-3810. Or email D.D. McDermott at dawnmcdermott32218 at yahoo.com. Look forward to seeing you. Man, that's going to be that's going to be a tremendous, a tremendous trip next year going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. How many of you said, you know, I've always wanted to take that trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio? It is it is definitely a bucket list event. So again, make sure make sure you take that uh, you make that you take that trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame again. Contact D.D. McDermott. You'll be glad you did. So, uh, you know, Trayvon Walker plugging up some holes on defense. Devin Lloyd uh, has especially helped to change the Jaguars' defense in um, 2022. Now, as we record this podcast on uh, September the 30th of 2022, we're going to try to pull up the uh, power rankings. Florida has been dropping, you know, with a couple of conference losses. They have been dropping. They're looking forward to, of course, Florida Gators next game coming up. Let's see. The game actually was moved. Okay. I didn't realize this until now because I've been kind of on vacation. The game was actually moved where I guess it gives people more, more time to get to the games, the teams to get to the games. Uh, this announcement was made by a good friend of ours who uh, posts on in our Facebook group, the BigJReport.com Facebook group, Gary Pitts. He reports the game was actually moved. Uh, Florida's matchup versus Eastern Washington has been moved to Sunday at 12 noon due to Hurricane Ian. So that game in Gainesville, Florida, has been moved to Sunday. Florida's matchup versus Eastern Washington has been moved to Sunday, this Sunday at uh, 12 noon. So we do hope that uh, everybody will check out the Gators, root them onto a victory. They should win this game. But, you know, college football, the transfer portal, the NIL deals, in 2022 with college football, all the all the upsets we've seen, the Appalachian states that have, you know, upset teams and uh, Marshall upset Notre Dame, I believe, a few weeks back early in the season. Never know what's going to happen. So this is a big game for Coach Billy Napier. Florida's matchup versus Eastern Washington this weekend has been moved to Sunday at 12 noon due to Hurricane Ian. Uh, I am going to attempt to, again, we want to congratulate Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence uh, has been named the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Trevor was 28 for 39, 262 yards with three uh, touchdown passes. And, uh, again, great performance by Trevor. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb. Trevor Lawrence, and I've told people this, you know, in messaging chats and what have you, if the kid stays healthy, he's getting some really good coaching now. He's got some, you know, he's got some good receivers. Not the greatest wide receivers, but a good group now. Christian Kirk, who can catch the ball, he's got like um, 18 catches in three games. Marvin Jones Jr. has contributed. I know Marvin Jones Jr. had a touchdown in the last game. Um, we're seeing a lot from, especially James Robinson has scored four touchdowns in the last three games as well. So the Jaguars are doing some things on offense. The defense has been improved as well. Also, going back to um, Hurricane Ian for a moment, uh, from Big J Report, Hurricane Ian did make a landfall near Fort Myers, Florida. 
and that was about 24 hours ago. That was on September the 29th, uh, about 24 hours ago. So things have substantially become more tranquil, but a lot of devastation left in the path uh, near where the hurricane made landfall near Fort Myers, Florida. Um, it's going to be a you know massive cleanup uh, near and around Fort Myers, and then going outwards where the, the storm made the biggest biggest impact. There were over two million people without power in the state of Florida. And certainly we want to send our, and I've been on vacation and, and really missed uh, being in Florida for this storm. And we want to keep everybody in our thoughts and prayers. It was about 13 inches of rain in and around uh, the rural uh, part of St. Augustine as we got that report from our uh, Facebook group as well. So a lot of prayers for the state of Florida and, um, and especially in and around the Fort Myers area as well. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp ended their season. Let's see, the triple in Triple A baseball in Norfolk, um, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp ended their season on Thursday, September the 28th at Norfolk. Final regular season game, the Norfolk Tides lost to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. As the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp uh, won their last two regular season games at Norfolk, the last regular season game, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp 5 the Norfolk Tides 3, a final score back on Thursday, September the 28th. We still got some uh, high school football stuff, the SEC power rankings coming up, and a lot more right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, hey, thank you for listening. You're, you're tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We will take a look at college football's SEC power rankings, the BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. Um, some teams have played five games, most teams four games, I guess some teams three games. Uh, let's take a look at the college football Big J Report SEC power rankings. I got Georgia number one, four and zero overall. In the SEC Power Rankings, Georgia number one overall at 4-0. Uh, Bama number two at 4-0. Kentucky three at 4-0. Ole Miss 4-0, fourth. And uh, we, got, uh, we got Tennessee. Let's get Tennessee 4-0. Um, top five in the SEC so far as of when we put this, we put this together back on uh, Tuesday, September the 27th. And uh, let's kind of run over that again. We've got the college football Big J report, SEC power rankings, uh, Georgia number one, four and zero, Alabama four and zero, number two, number three, Kentucky is four and zero, and Ole Miss is four and zero at number four in the SEC, the Big J SEC power rankings. Ole Miss is fourth at four and zero. Got Tennessee fifth at four and zero under uh, second year coach. I believe it's his second year, Josh Heupel. Doing a good job at Tennessee, but the Tennessee Florida game, it was the Florida Gators at the Tennessee Volunteers, in which Tennessee won the game, I believe, 38 to 33. It was a big time game. Um, if you're a Gator fan, nothing to be ashamed of. They played Tennessee tight up in Knoxville. This is a different type of Tennessee program now. 
uh, Coach Josh Heupel has his imprint on the um, the program at Tennessee, and he's kind of a year, you know, he's kind of a year into it deeper than Coach Billy Napier. So this is going to be a good series, maybe even more of a good series now than in recent years, now that you've got Josh Heupel at Tennessee, Coach Josh Heupel at Tennessee, and Billy Napier, uh, now the head coach of the Florida Gators. So I told you we got Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is ranked fifth in our power rankings now. I've got the rest of them too. Tennessee is 4-0 after their 38-33 win over the Florida Gators. Let's see the top five in the SEC. We just gave you those. The best of the rest, Arkansas sixth at 3-1. LSU seventh at 3-1. Uh, Texas A&M is eighth at 3-1. Mississippi State ninth at 3-1. Uh, Florida Gators fall all the way down to 10. We've got um, the Florida Gators 10th in our BigJReport.com SEC power rankings. We got Mississippi State 9th at 3 and 1, Florida 10th at 2 and 2, Auburn 11th at 3 and 1, uh, South Carolina 12th at 2 and 2. I got Vanderbilt out of the, they're not in the cellar, not yet. Uh, Vanderbilt's won some non conference games. Vanderbilt 13th at 3 and 2, Missouri is 14th. At two and two, the SEC highly competitive. Vanderbilt, even in the non-conference games, are putting up more points than they have in previous years. And Vanderbilt looks to be a little bit more competitive this year. Sometimes it's good to catch Vanderbilt early in the year, or I should say, it's probably better to catch Vanderbilt later in the year because they kind of get worn down due to depth or what have you. But right now, Vanderbilt's three and two, but they haven't really proved themselves in conference games as of yet. Vanderbilt is 13th of 3 and 2. Missouri is 14th of 2 and 2. And again, uh, Texas and Oklahoma are two teams that uh, are supposed to move into the SEC in the next couple of years, whether it's uh, 2024, 2025, 2026, what have you. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma at the present time, you know, still in the. Uh, Big 12 conference for now. So that is a look at the um, SEC, the BigJReport.com SEC power rankings today. We're also going to pull up some high school football. I've been a little bit behind in uh, high school football coverage. We will be updating our website with more high school football uh, scores coming up. Keep an eye on the website. We've always got scores up there. Sometimes we might run a little bit behind, but we're gradually catching up on our high school football scores on our website at BigJReport.com. Um, let's take a look at um, some high school football scores. If I can uh, pull them up, we'll pull up some high school football scores from, let's see, last Friday night. Let's pull up some scores from high school football. If we can do that now, bear with me a moment. Uh, we'll go to uh, Florida. We do keep an eye on North Florida, Central Florida, uh, surrounding areas as well as South Georgia. Okay, we're going to pull up the uh, North Florida scores in just a moment here. As we do like to keep an eye on high school football throughout North Florida, South Georgia, pocket of South, Southeast Alabama as well as Central Florida. Let's take a look at a few of the scores. Our next episode will have even more scores. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look. There's some games being played uh, today on Friday, September the 30th. But let's go back and review some of the scores uh, from last week. 
go back and review some scores from uh, last Friday night, if we can uh, pull some of those scores up. Okay, bear with me a moment. We'll go back to, uh, I believe it was last last Friday night. We haven't gone over a lot of these scores yet. Let's do it now. Um, back on Friday night, September the 23rd, some North Florida scores. Uh, let's see. Uh, Baldwin. Baldwin from just outside of Jacksonville. Baldwin 27, Parker 14. Uh, Fletcher at the beach defeated Sandalwood. Boy, this must have been a great game. Fletcher 21, Sandalwood 20. Inglewood, a much better team in the last year or two. Man, I was out at Ed White High School about three or three or four years ago after our longtime head football coach when I went to school, Troy Lamb passed away and they had a tribute to Troy Lamb and, and Ed White beat Inglewood really, really soundly. What was it about three or four years ago? The the last game I attended, the last game I attended at Ed White. I plan to get back out there, man. I'm pulling for those guys. Uh, Baldwin 27, Parker 14, uh, Fletcher 21, Sandalwood 20. These games were played uh, back on Friday night, September the 23rd. There'll be more games tonight, of course. Again, Baldwin 27, Parker 14, Fletcher 21, Sandalwood 20. Very close game there. Inglewood defeated Stanton. The Inglewood Rams 36. The Inglewood Rams 36, Stanton Blue Devils nothing. Brantford defeated the old, I believe this was the old Paxson High School, Pete, now known as PSFAS. Brantford 22, PSFAS 21. Uh, first Coast in a close one knocked out the Westside Wolverines. First Coast 14, the Westside the West Side Wolverines 12. So it was First Coast 14, Westside 12. Ed White, my Ed White commanders, man, this was always a big rivalry, and they beat my... My, my dad's uh, Lee High School Generals. Um, dad went to Lee. I went to Ed White. Uh, dad sadly, my dad sadly passed away right at, right at two years ago. As of yesterday, it would have been two years ago. So I do want to, I do want to remember uh, my, my dad who went to Lee High School. Uh, the school is now known as the Riverside Generals, Riverside High School Generals, formerly known as Lee High School Generals. But Ed White defeated Riverside. Ed White 34, Riverside nothing. Some other scores. Creekside beat a very good Mandarin team. Creekside 37, Mandarin 27. That was back on Friday night, September the 23rd. Middleburg 35, Reball 20. Uh, Palatka knocked off Lake Weir. Palatka 36, Lake Weir nothing. That was Palatka. I believe they're known as the Panthers, I believe. Palatka 36, Lake Weir uh, nothing. Um, St. John, let's see, St. John Paul II, 55, uh, Christ Church Academy, 19. Some other scores. This must have been a forfeit. Cedar Creek Christian, 2, and Riverside Christian not scoring. So Cedar Creek Christian must have got a forfeit in that game. Cedar Creek Christian, uh, 2, Riverside Christian not scoring. So Cedar Creek Christian must have been awarded a forfeit victory in that one. Oakleaf lost to Tallahassee Childs. Tallahassee Childs 27, Oakleaf 23. Uh, Bishop Kenny 35, West Nassau nothing. That was, of course, way back on about a week ago, Friday night, September the 23rd. Uh, the Hilliard Flashes, a good game against Crescent City. Hilliard Flashes 30, Crescent City 14, the final. Reigns in a close one over Trinity Catholic. Reigns ranked ninth in the state. Reigns 20, Trinity Catholic 17. 
So congratulations to the Jacksonville Reigns Vikings. The Reigns Vikings 20, Trinity Catholic 17, a final back on Friday night, September the 23rd. Uh, Countryside Christian 60, Old Plank Christian Academy 13. Boy, that was lopsided. Countryside Christian 60, Old Plank Christian Academy 13. Uh, we got uh, University Christian 49, Rabin Gap, not Kahuchi. That's a tough one to say. University Christian, a winner. University Christian here in Jacksonville, ranked number two in the state. University Christian 49, Rabin Gap, not Kuchi 13. Uh, let's see. University 29, Flagler Palm Coast 19. That's a different university, obviously. Uh, Calvary Chapel Academy losing to St. John's Country Day. St. John's Country Day 29, Calvary Chapel Academy 26. Again, that was St. John's Country Day 29, Calvary Chapel Academy 26, Oak Hall 35, Eagles View nothing. Uh, Bishop Snyder Catholic School from the, the Northeast Florida area, Bishop Snyder 22, Harvest Community 18, a final. Bartram Trail, where Alex Nunry, our BigJReport.com sports reporter, went to high school a few years ago. Bartram Trail, 59, St. Augustine, 37. Uh, that game, of course, uh, was played back on Friday night, September the 20, 23rd. Friday night, September the 23rd, Bartram Trail, 59, St. Augustine, 37. Uh, nice beat Orange Park, Nice, 27, Orange Park, 12. Uh, Menendez lost to the Pontevedra beat Sharks. Pontevedra Sharks 34, Menendez 12, a final score. Uh, Tacoy Creek, a relatively new school, only have been around, I think, two or three years now. Uh, Tacoy Creek 26, Clay Blue Devils 21. Again, Tacoy Creek 26, Clay Blue Devils, Clay High School Blue Devils 21. Episcopal Eagles, the uh, school Mark Brunel used to be the head coach at. Episcopal School of Jacksonville, 42, NFEI, 12. Uh, brand new school in St. John's County, Beachside, 42, Ridgeview, 15. A final Ridgeview from the Clay County area. So, again, that brand new high school is playing well. I understand they're known, I believe, as the Barracudas. The Beachside Barracudas, 42, Ridgeview, 15. A final. Uh, Baker County Wildcats out around the McClendon area. Baker County, 34, Vieira, 14. A final. Uh, Pierce County, 49, Brantley County, 7. That's a Georgia score. Uh, Keystone Heights lost to Interlochen, uh, Putnam County School. Uh, Interlochen, 26, Keystone Heights, 12. Keystone Heights from the Clay County area. It was Interlochen, 26, Keystone Heights, 12, a final. Uh, Bainbridge lost to Ware County. That was up in Georgia, Ware County, 22, Bainbridge, 16, a final. Uh, Columbia High School. Larry Saucer's Columbia High School Tigers. Larry Larry Saucer went to Ed White with me, but he spent a lot of time in Lake City. So he's, he's pretty partial to Columbia High School in Lake City, where I, I know at least one of his sons went to high school. Uh, Trinity Christian, 43. Columbia County, Lake City, 30. Trinity Christian keeps playing well. And, of course, you know, Paul Bunyan uh, does the play-by-play games. Uh, Raymond Bureau. A uh, good friend of ours and 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 the podcast and of course Alex Nunnery as well knows Raymond Raymond Bureau really really well. Trinity Christian forty three, Trinity Christian of Jacksonville forty three, Columbia County of Lake City thirty. Trinity Christian plays a very very tough schedule too. Hawthorne forty six, PKA Young six a final. Uh, Benedictine 
And I believe they're from Georgia, actually. Benedictine 26, the Bulls Bulldogs ranked 10th 7. Benedictine 26, Bulls 7, a final. Camden County Wildcats up in Georgia. Camden County ranked 16th in their classification in Georgia. Camden County 47, Atlantic Coast Stingray 6. Uh, Bradford's got a really good team this year. Bradford 21, Monroe 7. Uh, Williston 56, Ford White 28. Union County, man, they're tearing it up. Union County ranked 14th in their classification in the state of Florida. Uh, Union County, Florida, 45, Newberry, nothing, a final score. Uh, Matanzas in a very low-scoring game, Matanzas 7, and Atlantic, nothing. Up in Georgia, Brunswick, 55, Glen Academy, 21, a final. Uh, Clinch County, 45, uh, Frederica Academy, 6. Clinch County, 45, Frederica Academy, 6. I'll repeat that score. Clinch County, 45, and Frederica Academy, 6, a final score. We're going to take it over to Georgia and a pocket of uh, south-southeast Alabama. Let's go back to uh, what was going on uh, back on... Let's pull this. Let's pull some more scores up as we continue here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Brought to you by Elegant Time Travel. Of course, by Salsa Realty in Capital in North Florida for your real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, business, or commercial real estate. Salsa Realty in Capital. You'll find their link at bigjreport.com. Also want to thank lakeufallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. And the Mad Max Mix. MadMaxMix.Weebly.com is a request show, an internet radio music request show on Wednesday night, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 to 9 Georgia Time. Let me repeat that again. It's 6 to 8 Central Central Time. We used to call it Alabama Time with Central Time, but it's actually because there's a lot of people on Central Time, other states as well. So Central Time is 6 to 8. Eastern time, 7 to 9 Eastern time is going to be more of, a, you know, our area here in Northeast Florida and Jacksonville. So you can check out the Mad Max Mix at DonWeebly.com, MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. And the Wednesday night, the Internet Radio Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max, 6 to 8 Central time, 7 to 9 Eastern time. The Mad Max Mix, they play a classic rock from days gone by. Also, uh, pop classic hits as well. Mad Max is a story for almost every song. Check him out at madmaxmix.weebly.com or go to our website, our Neighbors 2 area. That's right, the old Neighbors 2 area on the website at bigjreport.com. You'll find easy-to-click click on links for the madmaxmix.weebly.com and also lakeyfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. We're going to attempt now to pull up. Let's pull up some uh, scores, um, a few score, a few more scores. We've done some Georgia scores. Uh, let's do a few more scores around Georgia, more Western Georgia, and a pocket of South Southeast Alabama now. Uh, let's pull up some scores. Let's see, back on Friday. I tell you, game's already getting underway. Game's already getting underway. Carver has a 12-7 lead over Columbus. And that's uh, September 30th. But we're going to go back to the scores, let's see, on September the 23rd. These scores we've not talked about as of yet. So let's go back to some scores of last week. Uh, 
a few more scores from Georgia. We gave you some scores from Georgia earlier, but let's go back and uh, check some scores across uh, primarily, you know, western Georgia, southwestern Georgia, a pocket of uh, south-southeastern Alabama. Uh, let's see, Springwood 40, Southern Christian 31, uh, Holly Spirit Prep 45, Stewart County in Georgia 24, IMG Academy, man, they travel a good bit to play football. IMG Academy 41, Central 26, Northside 35, Westover from Georgia, nothing. Uh, Greenville 14, Marion County 10, Sly County 11th in the state, Sly County up in Georgia 28, Macon County 7. Again, that's Sly County where uh, Coach Jim McFather, after he left Randolph Clay, he went to Sly County and was the head coach there. For, for a few years, and, and now I think he's basically retired from coaching. Sly County 28, Macon County 7, a final. Uh, obviously, uh, Coach Jim McFather left that program in good hands when he left. St. Anne Pacelli, or a lot of people just refer to this school around the Columbus, uh, Georgia area, is Pacelli, Pacelli 42, Gatewood 7, Stratford Academy 37, Brookstone 34, a final. The Lakeside School with a win. The Lakeside School from Uvalde, Alabama. Lakeside School 12, Flint River Academy 9. Uh, Central 27, Kendrick uh, 21 from Georgia. It was Spencer 27, Rutland 21, a final. How about Randolph Clay? I used to do high school football play-by-play for the Randolph Clay Red Devils, and they finally got him a victory. I think this might be this might have been their first win of the season. Randolph Clay 32. And Baconton uh, Charter 8, Randolph Clay 32, Baconton Charter 8, the final score. Some other scores, Shaw 45, Jordan 6. These are schools from uh, near and around the Columbus, Georgia area. Shaw 45, Jordan 6, or some people say Jordan. I think most people call it Jordan from up around western Georgia. Shaw 45, Jordan 6. Taylor County, 49, Central, nothing. Heritage, 62, Calvary Christian, 12, a final. Manchester, 14, Chattahoochee, 7. Barber County, man, they have some tough times at Barber County High School. Daleville, 53, Barber County High School, nothing. Uh, Mary Persons, 49, Columbus, uh, Georgia, 21, a final. And let's pull up some more scores you might be interested in. You got uh, Peach County 50, Hardaway 21. I'm not seeing the uh, Ufala score. Ufala must have been off. Let's see, Theodore 34, Opelika uh, 24, the final. Valley 27, Russell County 23, a final. Auburn 42, Ramsey 21. And it appears, I'm trying to, yeah, Ufala, no, Ufala did play. Ufala did play. Um, on Friday night, September the 23rd. Also, we have Valley Valley 27, Russell County 23, a final. And you follow high school, you follow high school Tigers from you follow Alabama, you follow 54, Pell City 35, a final score. And that's going to do it for a look at uh, high school football scores from back on Friday night, September the 23rd. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, thank you for listening. Hey, you're tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're going to take a look. 
Going to take a look at uh, some North Florida entertainment. Let's take a look at some uh, North Florida entertainment as uh, we do have it today. Going to take a look at some concerts uh, coming up. There's been a lot of really, really good concerts. Also, you know, Bonnaroo was during the summer. You can go back and read JC's article at BigJReport.com in the Neighbors 2 section. Man, they had a lot of groups at Bonnaroo. What did I call it? Bonnaroo? Bonnaroo uh, in uh, Tennessee. And that was held, uh, you know, several weeks ago. Uh, let's see. JC was was on the road at Bonnaroo up in Manchester, Tennessee, snapping photos of uh, different groups at uh, that concert. They had, um, had as many as um, six stages and um, 100 bands. And uh, I believe it was as many as almost 100 bands, six stages, uh, groups performing on six stages. And about four days at Bonnaroo. JC was there. You can read his article at BigJReport.com. In the, uh, actually in the Neighbors 2 section, there's photos in Neighbors 1 and Neighbors 2. So check those uh, photos and the article JC did in the Neighbors 2 section at BigJReport.com. Checking some concerts, Psychic Deli, uh, local North Florida band show at T-Dub, Speakies in Atlantic Beach was postponed on, back on August 25th. Uh, it will be uh, rescheduled at a later date, I understand uh, I understand the Psychic Deli is back uh, performing. We'll have some more dates coming up real soon as soon as we get all this put together for you. Some other shows. Um, also want to men- mention the Mad Max Mix Internet uh, Radio Show. The Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Show. Wednesday night music request show from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time and 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And it can't be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com. How about this one that was postponed a few times during the pandemic? Ringo Starr and his all-star band performed at the St. Augustine Amphitheater back on September the 15th. Also, Greta Van Fleet is coming to Jacksonville, Florida in October. On October 21st at 6 o'clock p.m., tickets are now on sale for Greta Van Fleet. Showtime and date. Friday, October the 21st. Let's see, that's uh, Greta Van Fleet Showtime and Date Friday night, August October the 21st, I should say. That's Greta Van Fleet Showtime and Date on Friday night, August the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida Band 38 Special. Uh, we'll be playing at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida in October on October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. with an opening act. And then 38 Special will take the stage at 9.30 p.m. on Friday night, October the 21st of 2022 at the Florida Theater. Going to go back to, uh, you know, Molly Hatchett made a performance. Uh, Molly Hatchett is performing... Let's see. Let me pull up uh, Molly Hatchett's uh, date when they're going to be performing. Um, their their concert date, I believe, is today on September the 30th. That show may be going on even as we speak. And I believe that show is actually in Ponte Vedra. Let me uh, we'll, we'll update that. Again, uh, Thursday night football, Cincinnati Bengals 27, Miami Dolphins 15, a final on Thursday night, September the 29th of 2022. 
Tua, Miami's quarterback, got banged up in that game. I don't know the full extent of the injuries, though. Uh, we just came out of a huge storm, Hurricane Ian, which uh, really battered Fort Myers and the surrounding areas of Fort Myers, Florida, down around central South Florida. Um, in uh, North Florida, it was mainly, you know, in North Florida, it was uh, mainly tropical storm, you know, a, a really tropical storm, winds and rain. We, we got the report of as much as 13 inches of rain in uh, the rural part, the rural part of uh, St. Augustine near the coast. Um, just about everywhere in North Florida got some rain. Some, you know, some places got away with some drizzle or light rain, but other places got the, you know, the heavy uh, downpours of rain. I was going to pull up this show with, um, let's see, Molly Hatchett. I believe Molly Hatchett's actually performing on, and we had posted the Molly Hatchett show in our BigJReport.com Facebook group. Let me see if I can pull that information up right now. Um, all the original members of Molly Hatchett sadly have passed away. However, there's a lot of members of this band, Molly Hatchett, that have been around and probably been in the group maybe 10, 12, 15 years. So a lot of them have been in the group playing the Molly Hatchett songs for a long, long time. So let's um, pull up some information about Molly Hatchett if I can. Uh, we'll try to pull up something on the Molly Hatchett show. We did have uh, we did have some comments on our Facebook group with the Molly Hatchett show, which I believe is going on now. And uh, get bear with me a moment. And we'll pull it up for you. Of course, the best place to listen to the Teal Shirt Report podcast is on our website. Just scroll the homepage. You'll find the latest episode on Anchor at BigJReport.com. Scroll the homepage. You'll find you'll find the latest episode of the show. Uh, Florida Gators. Wow, former former Florida Gator. Evan McPherson launched a 57-yard field goal for the Bengals in their 27-15 win over Miami on uh, Thursday night, the Thursday night victory for the Bengals over the Dolphins. And let's see, we're going to attempt to pull up the um, information on uh, the Molly Hatchet Show, which I believe was September the 30th, uh, which would be today, which means it's um, going on, you know, as we uh, speak. Uh, pull up some stuff on Molly Hatchet again. None of the original members still with the group. All of them have uh, passed away, but there's still a big uh, Jacksonville, Florida group that play in and around the area. Mm. I'm going to attempt to pull that up for you in just a moment. We gave you some high school football scores a little bit earlier. And again, the best way to find our advertisers is go to our website, at uh, bigjreport.com. We just came out of uh, Hurricane Ian. We're mainly in Jacksonville. In North Florida, we got tropical uh, storm weather with rain and, and a lot of a lot of wind at times as well. Okay. Um, I'll just go ahead and pull up some stuff on, um, on Molly Hatchet here and their show. I'm having a hard time finding the information on Molly Hatchet right now. We'll attempt to just pull up the uh, Molly Hatchet show, which was scheduled for, um, let's see, was scheduled for Pontevedra at the Pontevedra NU. Let's see if we can pull that show up, Molly Hatchet. 
uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. It's at Ponte Vedra, actually. Yeah, the Molly Hatchet Show at Ponte Vedra Concert Hall on September the 30th of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. So that show is going on even now as we record this podcast. We are reporting. We are recording this podcast on uh, Friday, September the 30th. And again, Molly Hatchet is playing what you would say is a local show for them. Molly Hatchet playing at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall. Uh, that would be in the Ponte Vedra St. Augustine area. So Molly Hatchet playing at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall today on September the 30th. And that is going to do it for the uh, North Florida Entertainment uh, segment. Jaguars are two wins and one loss into the um, the short part of the season. Three weeks through the season, the Jaguars now two and one. That's going to do it for episode show number 52. Episode show number 52, there's 52 cards, 52 cards and a playing deck of cards. So that's kind of our significance with number 52. There's been some Jaguars, uh, some special teamers wearing number 52 as well. But 52, what comes to mind with 52 is a deck of playing cards, 52 cards and a deck. This has been episode show number 52 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I want to thank my producers, Alex Nunry. Alex does a great job. On reporting for BigJReport.com, uh, Alex Nunry does an outstanding job as a BigJReport.com sports reporter. And want to thank our executive producer, JC, for doing such a great job helping us uh, produce this show, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, this has been episode show number 52. My name is Scott, your host, and we're going to be back in a few hours or a few minutes, depending on when you tune back into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, this has been episode show number 52 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening.